0: Hi I'm Lloyd and along with my brother and business partner Dan I'm the co-host of the Business Anchors podcast. Today we're discussing the wonderful world of the internet, the new media and why the headline you read this morning could be the cause of some big problems down the line. I feel like we're passing information around face to face with our friends and family that we've heard from the internet that's completely untrue Mm. and I think this is a real, I think it's having real world really really negative consequences alright past Lloyd we're known for our light hearted business banter here at the business anchors podcast anything we can lighten the mood with bloke says to me at networking meeting well you you gotta milk the because otherwise they're gonna burst so you know it's (laughs) ridiculous being vegan Great, that does the job. The classic bursting cows argument. That sounds closer to our normal style. Dan also reminded me of the phrase getting done, something I last heard at school when I got done for smashing the staff from toilet window with a football.
1: I think it's the sun. They're actually getting done for this now. Mm. They did a headline when Brexit was a big thing saying Queen backs Brexit. And then I think, you know, the Buckingham Palace came out and said, no, she doesn't. <laughs> uh, tell us who the sources were And then they had to go back on them So they're so just mm. making up shit aren't
0: they mm. They are Dan, that's why as Business Anchors We're here to put this right and enlighten people How they can stop the spread of misinformation Here's episode 38 Of the Business Anchors Podcast We're just a couple of Business Anchors Welcome to the Business Anchors Podcast This jingle is slightly too long this jingle is slightly
1: too long How do you know if something you read or hear about in the media is true, Lloyd?
0: You don't. God, this is, uh, this is something I am passionate about. Why? Uh, because I think, I genuinely think this is one of the biggest, not necessarily just social media, but the biggest issues in our society today is that people read Headlines. and hear things... And accept them as the truth so readily. I think it's really, really causing massive issues.
1: I also think it's it's not their fault all the time. I think we're conditioned to for the we're we're born into this thing where yeah. the media tells you what's going on in the world. Mm. It's not like they're just being dicks like, I'm gonna believe this stupid
0: I, thing. I, I think- also think I think our grandparents' generation so we're we're very lucky that our grandparents are still alive, they're in their late eighties. There were four or five newspapers told you everything. Um, there was a radio, BBC radio. They told you the news, and they were well. If I read or listen to this here, this this is my source of information that tells me mm. what the right information is. And I think it was probably much more accurate at that point, and there were fewer sources of this accurate mm. information. And I think that's been passed down the generations. So, for example, our parents, oh, that's in the paper, yeah. I believe that. um, But our generation. And now there's this new... uh, Our generation and the next generation, you know, Gen Gen Zs. Mm. (laughs) I don't fit into that because I'm too old. Um, Now there's loads of sources of information on the internet and... You can check stuff. You can. (laughs) But loads of people don't. And also, I feel like we're passing information around face-to-face with our friends and family that we've heard from the internet that's completely untrue. Mm. And I think this is a real... I think it's having real-world really, really negative consequences. Mm. So this is... Sorry to begit. I, I just think this is really important.
1: Yeah. I think... And something that I've always found with you... I mentioned it in loads of podcast episodes, but you... the Your inherent thing of questioning everything is really mm. relatable to this topic because you don't just read headlines. Even like people we know are sharing stuff and you're constantly mm. like, how do you know? Where do you yeah, read that? I, that?
0: That's the thing. Which is a good thing, this I think. Is, I think this is why I think this is such a big issue because I... So when I am told... When I feel like I've learned something new from someone or I've read or from an online source or a mm. newspaper, a TV friend's family... I have a process I go through. So go on, I'm very I'm process? very polite to people when I think oh okay right I didn't know that. And this <laughs> this this happens in this office as well. People say things to mm. me and mm. um you know all my whole life and I have a process. Mm. So I I make a note of it like oh I didn't know that that's interesting. Then basically it's normally one or two times either while I'm having a poo yeah or when I'm on the sofa in the evening I then uh, re- research that thing. Mm. So, for example, what, what can I give an example?
1: Uh, the cows, the cows thing. The cows thing. Remember that bloke told you at the networking oh. meeting. <laughs> yeah. This is actually quite a good example, isn't it? Yeah,
0: I didn't need to check this, but I did. <laughs> so, bloke, bloke says to me at networking meeting, "Well, you, you got to milk the cows because otherwise they're going to burst. So, you know, it's ridiculous being <laughs> vegan." <laughs> So, using this as an example. Oh, but be honest, he was being deadly serious, wasn't he? he? Yeah, he was being deadly serious. Someone's told him that as well. So, he needs <laughs> to use this process. So, yeah. first, you find out where the information comes from. Okay. Um, so, if you can find out, it's probably, uh, might be a Facebook Facebook post headline, <laughs> cow bursts in Cumbria. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because vegans aren't drinking enough milk, right? <laughs> okay. So you find out that. And then the next step is... Yeah. So, so. guys, you're on the toilet. You're just Googling. Okay, right. I found this article. Okay, cool. Um, then you need to work out if it's a credible source. How do you know if it's a credible source? So... Because, like, I'd think I think newspa- some newspapers yeah, are credible. I'm realizing how intense my, my inner process of my brain is now. Yeah. But I'm going to try and explain it. Go on. So to work out if it's a credible source these days this is my process Mm. you need to work out what incentive that source has to tell you the truth Mm, interesting uh nearly every website that advertises on their website Mm. Has a massive incentive to get clicks to their website and that's how they make money. Yep. This is true. the ads to viewers. This is true it? for all the traditional newspapers now because they don't make money any money with the newspapers. It's all their websites. They have those annoying, click. shitty ads yeah. that make it a horrible experience. So, online publications, um, the, the traditional newspaper websites and things like that, anything that has lots of adverts on, you've got to think actually their incentive is just to just get me to click to this website, oh, yeah. not to tell the truth. Mm-hmm so that that is a bit tricky but that's yeah. one of the things yeah. that yeah my next step oh, wait
1: sorry can I just keep on this yeah. step yeah can you give another example so so that's a newspaper whereas mm. what would be a credible source like what's an example of a credible source some, if like some a ki- study or something by some a-
0: kind anything you read yeah anything so for example a sci- a scientist you know you have the scientists on tv about covid now Hmm. if someone's in a role where they're paid the same whatever the answer or outcome or information they provide is yeah. it's likely they don't have an incentive right. to try and so like Chris Whitty the scientist Chris, guy yeah. said Chris Whitty like, and, and again it's a, it's a sliding scale there's probably part of Chris Whitty's is like if I say this thing then, then Boris Johnson's gonna well, I don't know if he has the power to do that but, but I might get promoted. Yeah. but you think a scientist if he's in a job where his hmm. job is do this thing, we'll pay uh, you. find out the answer we'll pay you to find out the answer uh, we want the answer we don't want mm. we don't want you to find out that this is the truth we yeah. want the real answer yeah. so he's got no incentive yeah. to go okay. one way or the other so that was your step two mm. uh, so step th- that was yeah and then next step try and find an opposing argument so mm. so your mate said my, my mate cow's said burst. cow's going to burst." so i then have a look and go is there any right let's let's see is there anything saying actually cows won't burst. vegans <laughs> don't cause the yeah. uh cows to burst i mean that one's actually so ridiculous it's not an opposing argument no one thinks to oppose that argument yeah but obviously there's lots of things on. Yeah, that's a ridiculous you can, you can find out you can oh actually how does factory farming work mm. oh they impregnate the cows uh to mm. constantly to mm. make them produce milk so if they don't do that actually mm. cows don't produce milk mm. like, oh that's interesting that's the fact of life mm. so i can trust that um, that's biology <laughs> um and the work out of the opposing thing is a credible source yeah oh yeah i'm reading this in this study that cows produce yeah uh, only one percent of cows produce milk when they're not pregnant or just yeah. had a child can i just add one thing to mm-hmm. that in terms of studies
1: I think you also need to really look at who funded the study because mm. before this podcast I was looking up There's an example of a pasta company that funded a study to see if pasta stops you having heart disease yeah. and they found that in... What a surprise. They found that in rats yeah. there's a chance it could stop you having heart disease yeah. but it was funded by a pasta that's, company. That's
0: interesting because obviously that, those scientists imagine... Highly motivated. Pasta <laughs> company will give, you, will give you half a million to do this study. Um, if you find... By them. the way we're a pasta company we want to find out if if this is good for health or bad for health <laughs> and do you know what we might find out, fund other studies if uh, <laughs> if this goes well yeah. oh what a surprise <laughs> yeah. pasta is good for your health yeah um yeah. yeah so you're definitely right cool um yes so once you've done that both sides then you can make a judgement so yeah. oh i've made a judgement uh no not the moment. oh okay cool so, oh, where did they find that information? They yeah. found it here. Is it credible? What's the opposing argument? Is that, is that credible? credible? Now, what's now my you... actual opinion? Yeah. So that, and cool. I think this is so important because obviously, if I didn't have that process, how many people would I have spread the fact that cows burst if they're not milked? Yeah. If, if vegans continue to not drink milk, <laughs> yeah. cows are going to burst. Bloody vegans! That's what you'd be telling yeah. everyone. Yeah. Have you have you noticed? blood and guts all over the farms where they're just <laughs> bursting, <laughs> bursting because people are drinking almond milk <laughs> yeah. bloody
1: hell um it's interesting yeah, yeah. then how many people you speak to mm. and spread that how
0: many th- people they mm. speak to and the reason that i think this is such a big big issue is from doing this mm. I would say 80 to 90% of the things that my, my friends, my family and my colleagues say to me that I feel like, oh, that's a new thing I've learned, mm. aren't true mm. when you actually look into them. Yeah. And I think that's really worrying because it's it's not like someone's trying to get one over on you and tell you a lie for some reason. Yeah. Like Literally, these are things that my mum says mm. to me, that people in this office say to me. Because it's that whole that, a credible person mm, has said it because they believe it Mm. like if you trust me Mm. I know you've got this whole process but if Mm. you weren't
1: you Mm. you know I'd say Lloyd this thing happened this Mm. is you'd think oh I trust Dan Dan's my brother that's
0: the thing it's not that I don't trust my mum yeah or I don't I don't trust the people I work with in this office it's just if if you're just saying things that you have read somewhere yeah or someone else has said to you yeah I just I know sorry for ranting about this guys I just think it's a really really big thing that quite has real world issues mm. and i'm I, sorry i've got an example but i feel on, like i'm ranting go on. about this no, no go on no for example i i made sure i, I want to back this up with something that's actually happened so this uh this happened 17th of march okay so cool. I'm, I'm not sure uh when this goes out but 2021 so the daily mail puts out a, an article on the 21st of November, 2020. Yeah. Um. Showing COVID, showing statistics of deaths, showing that actually more people haven't died in 2020. So is this COVID thing really causing more people to die? So it's like overall the mm-hmm. deaths are the same mm-hmm. to last year, right? Yeah. Okay, get it. And this is something that anecdotally I've had uh, one of my closest friends say to me mm-hmm. that actually COVID... There's not many more deaths. It's not nothing more. This is something I've. someone in this office has said to me, and uh my auntie has said to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and it was headline, they've shown this diagram. No, not more deaths. So that's in the Daily twenty first of November, this is in the Daily Mail. Yeah. Showing a graph with data yeah. saying this is the case. Must be real. So months later. Mm on the 17th of March there's a the viewers can might be able to see but a very very small would take up about I don't know 10% of a page in mm. the newspaper that uh, they had to correct themselves basically it was just all complete lies the data was completely inaccurate really basically said uh, obviously you can read this guys it's online mm. clarifications and corrections from the Daily Mail mm. uh, and it said it, the the data was wrong we presented it in a way that was misleading and yeah. it's wrong but that's in since November probably hundreds of thousands of people in this country have thought that's the have seen that and, and then had, told people they and know. it's had real world consequences mm. um, they uh, shouldn't be allowed to do that
1: hmm. there's another example as well um, I think is the Sun they're actually getting done for this now hmm. they did a headline when Brexit was a big thing well, it still is, but I mean... Mm. That,
0: Brexit, yeah. When people no, cared when it about was, Brexit because COVID wasn't a thing. Yeah, before COVID yeah. Brexit,
1: they did a headline saying, Queen backs Brexit. <laughs> um, and in it, you, when you look at it, it says two unnamed sources uh, they got the information from, they didn't name them. And then I think, you know, the, the Buckingham Palace came out and said, no, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us who the sources were. And then they had to go back on them. So they're so just mm. making up shit, aren't they? Mm. It's worrying though, because you know, is is it Rupert Murdoch who owns a load of the media? It's yeah. like such a powerful tool to mm. um, to to influence. It's just like the Facebook scandal with um, what was the company called? Um, I can't remember what the company is called. Where they did they did quizzes? Oh, Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica. Analytica that's yeah. it. And then got all that data and then and then targeted people with ads to influence mm. the, um, mm.
0: the government. But it's it's worrying. Mm. I do think it's worrying and I, I don't, I think it's, um, you know, like I said, I think literally mo- everyone that listens to this, it's 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 you, it's me, it's our friends, it's, our us, it's not it? just this, oh, Daily Mail have, have written this thing to mislead us. Mm. I think we're all reading things and not checking out the facts, Um and then telling other people about it. And yeah. I think we just need to be careful because there are genuine real world. Mm. For example, this, this COVID thing will have caused actual people dying. Because people um, have seen it and then thought, people oh. Said, it's... Yeah, it's not actually true. So I'm not going to wear a mask. Yeah. Um, or I am going to meet up with more people and stuff yeah. like that. And again, you know, we have to be completely open in the fact that there, there could be another correction to this actually oh god it was yeah yeah i I think it's unlikely obviously because it's Mm. they've corrected it and been made to because there's the data says otherwise
1: um also the way another interesting thing is the way the media shape the angle of a story like you know the whole Meghan markle and um kate is it Kate Winslet what's her name <laughs> Kate Winslet that's it
0: no it's not Kate, no, no, Winslet, Kate Winslet but I saw Kate Winslet in your notes and let you let you say that because Kate, it would be uh, funny Kate Middleton sorry yeah. Kate, <laughs> Kate Winslet I saw that in your notes and thought <laughs> could correct it but I'll, uh, I'll let you say Kate, Kate, Kate Middleton Winslet. shut up Yeah. so um,
1: this whole avocado thing so there was mm-hmm. two they, they were both known to eat avocados when they're pregnant mm. and uh, the headline for Kate uh, said Kate's morning sickness cure question mark Prince William gifted with an avocado for pregnant duchess. So mm-hmm. it's like a cure for her. Mm. And then um, the title, the headline of Meghan's version was How Meghan's favourite avocado snack, beloved of all millennials, is fueling human rights abuse, drought, and murder. <laughs> There's actually real headlines
0: for the same thing. It does. It's mental, it, isn't it? it sounds like it's made up when you put them side to side, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think, like we were saying earlier about incentives. And I don't know what... Where what where were those headlines from? I just read a headline and believed it. No, no, but do you know what they were? What newspaper?
1: Um, I want to say one was The Independent and the other was The Sun, I think. Okay.
0: I can't remember. Um, you should probably check that, listeners. If, you, if you've <laughs> been listening to me, you should definitely check that. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it, we've got to start thinking with these things. What uh, What is the incentive of... I, I do you know there's don't get me wrong there's genuinely really good journalism out there and things you can learn from and but mm. in in the articles they'll have the sources of the information and things yeah. that you can check i think when when a uh, a news article inverted, done, commas. inverted commas there listeners um has no doesn't direct you to any sources of actual information mm. it, they're just saying stuff i think we should all be yeah. questioning hang on if this was true mm. wouldn't they be saying oh if you're worried if this is true here's Going the right, information yeah. yeah so one of the
1: things i did before this was actually look at quite a few news sites like the sun the daily mm. mail and do you know to, to try and look at what the types of headlines and stuff mm. and do you know what honestly looking through and scrolling and reading some of the headlines that just, it just made me feel shit. <laughs> what do you mean? No, uh, just because because everything they're saying is, is very dramatic and like, oh, the mm. world's going to end. It's going to be terrible. Mm. And it's all, when you're reading it, it's just a lot of horrible things to take in. Mm. I think that they need to over-dramatize everything to drive those clicks. Mm. And even when you do click on it, like we said earlier, you scroll down, it's just filled with these crap ads mm. that I know we're an advertising company, but I definitely wouldn't condone putting ads mm. in places that
0: people but you're basically yeah that's that's tricking people into thinking there's something worth reading uh, and shoving a load of ads in there there's place. a load of ads there so I don't think the companies advertising aren't getting good value for their money because no. they're just being like you know I never click on a news article and remember what ad has been mm.
1: I did find a new trick though mm. on Facebook mm. where when there's a clickbaity article you look at the comments on the facebook post and someone always says don't bother clicking this is what's in it right but then i realise from what you've said i shouldn't believe <laughs> what they be. say because <laughs> <laughs> i haven't fact checked
0: there but at the moment but i'm part of the when, problem. You think, when you're thinking about um like i said the incentive to tell the truth that facebook commenter can't make well you wouldn't th- you think it's less likely they can have an incentive to lie to you rather than the person that makes money when you click on it. So I guess it I would think it's more, Mm. which is weird to think and I think that's completely reverses what previous generation of things have kind of Mm. put value on. It's weird to think a random person in the world you have no idea who they Mm. are, that writes a Facebook comment, Mm. in my opinion, is probably more trustworthy (laughs) than this uh, the biggest one of the biggest news uh, papers in the UK but
1: I think it's the truth I've got a question for you about the future
0: Mm.
1: so looking back like you said our grandparents generation it was uh, the newspapers and the media tell you this stuff which is true Mm -hmm. you listen to it that's that Mm -hmm. our generation newspapers and the media tell you stuff you take it in and you can find other sources of information with the internet Mm -hmm. to see to fact check and things in like 50 years, what do you reckon, do you reckon there will just be a tool where you just like take a photo of it and it says, this is true or this, like, well, I, be- think,
0: I think it's hard because it's so hu- with now with globalization and the internet, there's, there's millions and billions of things happening every minute. Mm. And in most cases, there's only one person that knows if it's true. So like a kid's being born in India now mm. and they've got 12 legs. Uh, just a random example. Okay. I don't know if this is happening, by the way. I've made it up. Okay. The only people that genuinely know if, it, if that is true are the people Who that help with? deliver that baby. Mm. So the likelihood that you will get a direct answer from one of those people sitting on your sofa in Margate in yeah. the UK yeah do, do you see what I mean yeah like I don't think I think it's too hard to ever know what's the truth because there's too many people that would want you to think
1: no but if you think with technology evolving like let's say in 50 mm. years everyone has a contact lens that mm. documents everything that happens mm. and then it's, it's documented on that contact lens mm. and then people can tap into that data and see if it's true
0: you know that, and that sounds mental but but I think the technology as well is is going the other way so you've got the oh what's the thing called with the Google Glass put other people deep fakes oh yeah so for example the Tom so, Cruise one on TikTok yeah Tom Cruise yeah. has got this TikTok not Tom Cruise it's a deep fake so it looks like it's him there's no way of any human well unless you're really you're clued up on deep fakes and you look very closely mm. There's no way any human could fact-check that. Or... Do you see what it's I mean? It's scary in terms of like... Because if he did something with a deep of Tom Cruise, and a surely bit, yeah. that fact-checker that you're talking about would say, yep, yeah, Tom Cruise kicked that cat. Yeah. Um, but actually it's a guy that's got a deepfake like, yeah. doing it. Do you see what I mean? I, I don't think you'll ever... No, I, yeah. Mm.
1: I think it's it's concerning in terms of, um, you know, in terms of crimes and things. Mm. Now, oh, we've got this CCTV evidence that Lloyd kick this cat yeah. if it's just someone with a deep fake that's wearing similar clothes mm-hmm. to you how do they nah, know I did it oh you did do it okay. yeah <laughs> not very nice I didn't really guys I but it's, it's interesting that. it's uh, yeah it's an interesting mm. topic so so remind us of those four steps Louise, or whatever the
0: steps were oh four, four was it four steps find the source of so or I say to you did you know if you eat chicken ticker three times a day you get a six-pack. Right. Okay. And then you find the source of that. Inf- oh, where did you hear that? On Facebook. Okay. Right. Look Look for that bit of information. We'll try and work out if it's a credible source and what the incentives of that source are. So if they're likely to be true. Find the opposing argument. Mm, mm. Is it likely <laughs> that not eating <laughs> six yeah, might be better for getting a six-pack? Yeah, maybe it is. Um, Check that. See off. if that's credible yeah. Work out that incentive And then make your own judgement And your own judgement Might still be wrong But I think you'll have A better chance At getting to the truth That's Lloyd's Four steps Thank you to... for coming To my TED talk
1: <laughs> Interesting Anything else you want to say
0: To finish the episode off No I was finishing it then But you carried on talking Alright Have you got anything else To say Dan No I was finishing it then But then you <laughs> carried on talking <laughs> Cool uh see you later guys tune in next week for more business anchors fun check your sources